Well, the state of Illinois has a $140 plus billion unfunded pension liability, and that does not include the liability for uh, retiree health care that's fully subsidized as well for public sector employees. That's just the state side. We also have public employees that get pensions on a local level, and municipal public safety pensions uh, have uh, been a concern for for years now. And we have some numbers from WirePoints that lays out in the past 16 years. It has not been pretty, uh, and they had a uh, press conference yesterday at the state house with uh, some uh, Republicans from the uh, House and Senate, uh, and the report laid out uh, a variety of different uh, municipalities. We'll drill down into some of the uh, the data here with Ted Dabrowski from WirePoints, uh, but one of the cities that they said was uh, top of the list for getting worse over the past 16 years was Peoria, and Peoria area Republican state representative, uh, rather states. Senator Wynn Stoller, he talked about Peoria. Uh, they, they've they tried to address this by increasing taxes, but uh, it just seems to be getting the worse. The more we, we, we uh, rob the resources from them just for this pension problem because we continue to ignore it, uh, the more people are going to leave our state. Also on the list was uh, Rockford, uh, and I talked to a Republican and a Democrat yesterday on this, and uh, joining Ted Dabrowski yesterday at the news conference was Rockford State Representative Joe Sosnowski, a Republican, and he talked about how this is a problem that needs to be addressed, and it's not being addressed. There are solutions out there. Uh, we need to reverse this trend, and we need to get back to an economy that people can embrace. They want to live here. They want to stay here. Their kids want to stay here, and the this, this state can grow. So I wanted to get reaction from some Democrats because there seems to be uh, at least Republicans very vocal about the need for this, but we haven't really seen much discussion at the state house about addressing municipal pensions. Uh, so I was able to connect with Rockford area state representative Maurice West, a Democrat, and he said, yeah, this is a problem. And uh, they're looking at possibly, uh, you know, he's going to put some pressure on some of his colleagues in uh, the Democratic caucus. I'm confident that a lot of us in the chamber, both sides, of the, especially on the Democratic side of the aisle, are willing to uh, talk to the speaker and say, hey, pension is, is needed. Pension reform is needed. What does that look like? So what does pension reform look like? Uh, Ted Dabrowski with WirePoints joining us here on the WMAY morning news feed. Now it's 714. I'm Greg Bishop. And Ted, thanks for taking time with us this morning. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Greg. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So I guess give us the elevator pitch here. Uh, what did you guys look at? How long did you look at it? And what were some of your findings? Well, Greg, you know, if you travel around the state and just go to cities, you, you, you meet mayors, local officials, and you hear everybody complaining that but there's nothing they can do. They're, hand, they're, they're handcuffed. They can't make changes on pensions because they're state-mandated. And uh, what we decided to do is look and just see how bad things have gotten over the last 16 years. We looked at the earliest numbers we have, 2003 and 2019, and we looked at things that, you know, how, how unhealthy have the pension funds become. We looked at how much uh, the city budget is being uh, hurt by more and more pension costs. And we looked at the taxpayer burdens, you know, how much are they, you know, how much more are they paying in in taxes and how much more they're going into going into pensions and uh, it was just you know, horrible. Only seven of the 175 cities we studied, only seven cities failed in 2003. Uh, in the most recent numbers, 102 cities failed, and uh, it's it's bad uh, across the board. The burdens are bigger, uh, the the taxes are higher, the pension funds are much less healthy, and you know the retirement security for for police and firemen is is, is collapsing. So it's uh, all bad news. 
when we see the pension debt for local municipalities growing like this, what does it mean for uh, their budgets in the current year, for example? And if you could, talk about Springfield because they were also featured in your report. Well, yeah, you've seen it. Every year you're seeing cities try to figure out how to handle this because they, they, you know, if, if the legislature won't do anything, it forces them to do something, and their choices are these. They can either, um, you know, they can start paying a lot more into pensions, but that means cut spending on roads. That might mean, mean firing a couple policemen or some public works people. Uh, or they can not pay into the pensions, right, so that they don't hurt the taxpayers as much, but then the pension funds will get less healthy. So they're stuck between bad choices. And so uh, you're seeing it across the board. You've seen Springfield lay off lots of workers. You've seen uh, Alton sold off its water plant to try to pay money to put money into the pension fund. Um, You're seeing it across the board, people raising taxes, creating new fees. Danville, for example, created a new new pension fee. Uh, Property taxes were already too high, so they created a new fee. They just didn't call it property taxes. And it's painful. Well, and you also have the uh, interception that's happening in some communities across the state where the pension boards are saying, hey, the municipality's not giving us what we need to make our payments. Uh, and the comptroller, the state comptroller, can then intercept those funds meant from the state to the local municipality to go to uh, the, the pension boards. Uh, so uh, are you are you fearful that this could happen uh, like a domino effect and we could see more uh, similar types of uh, intercepts? Well, something has to give, right? Um, you know, it's, it's, you're right about the intercept. We, we've been fortunate so far that only three of the downstate and suburban cities have experienced that. But what's sad is that it's the three of the poorest ones. Uh, it's East St. Louis, Harvey, and, uh, and North Chicago. You know, they, they can't afford to have their monies taken because then they can't pay for the active policemen and firemen. So it's a, it's a real mess for, for the cities. And, yeah, it's, it's a big concern because these pension funds um, are so underfunded, the the, the tax hikes that have to have to occur without reform are going to be massive. And, and again, uh, you know, how many people will put up with that? The question is, how many people will leave or or just be you know truly truly unhappy here in Illinois? Seven seventeen now in the capital city. I'm talking with WirePoint's President Ted Dabrowski on the WMAY Morning News Feed. So some of the uh, solutions that you guys have put out there as uh, possibilities. Uh, of course, no silver bullet here. Uh, it seems like it's going to have to be a mix of different things. Everything from uh, alleviating uh, unfunded mandates to uh, maybe allowing for some flexibility with collective bargaining to uh, even uh, what some people are saying is extreme and changing the state constitution. Um, are there any other small piecemeal type things that could be done here? Like, for instance, uh, transferring people to 401ks in the short term or uh, offering up, uh, I know, one measure that's advancing at the state house for uh, some public sector employees at the state level uh, to uh, who are in tier two to start doing uh, you know, deferred compensation, for instance, so that they are putting into a separate uh, retirement account uh, that, uh, that's not their pension uh, in an effort to increase retirement funds. Um, so are there other piecemeal measures that you think could be done that are politically feasible to address these issues? Uh, there really aren't. It, you know, it, the things have gotten so bad that it, you need fundamental reform. And, and, you know, if you look at the debt numbers, and you, you talked about them opening up at the, at the, at the of this discussion, uh, they're massive. And the only way Illinois gets out of this is is by cutting some of those debts, and that, that takes a pension amendment and pension reforms. We can do lots of little things, but if you look at, you know, if you talk about Peoria, for example, um, and, and it's the same story for all these cities, we've had about a tripling of, of amount of money that, that the taxpayers, you know, city budgets are putting into pensions over the last 16 years, and yet those debts 
the debts that the taxpayers owe for their unfunded pensions have tripled over that time. So they keep getting bigger. So it's like paying into a mortgage, and you're watching that mortgage grow even as you put more money in. It, it just doesn't work anymore. So you've got to have a pension amendment and pension reform. And you know, I, I think the number one thing that, that the legislators have to do is let people vote on a pension amendment. Because once we have that, then we can decide what we want to do. But without a pension amendment, all those things, uh, all those things at the margin, they might help a little bit, but they don't solve the problem. And, and the problem is so big that um, you, you've got to tackle it with the big, big, big solutions. Ted, uh, I know you're you're uh, you've been watching this for a long time, uh, and you know uh, just how toxic it can get whenever you talk about changing the uh, the, the constitution for the state of Illinois uh, to address the pension protection clause. How realistic is it to get 71 votes in the Illinois House to support allowing citizens to to vote on that question? Well, I, I think it's I think it's impossible right now because uh, one, we've got the, the federal money coming in, so it's kind of hiding the problem. You, you got a, a year, year and a half where we're, we're being bathed with money from the federal government, and so um, the pains will go away for for the short period. But uh, as this thing gets worse, you know, we have to realize that everybody's losing, and you know, you look at the population numbers to understand. Illinois is, is one of three states shrinking in the country, joined by West Virginia and Mississippi. That, that should tell you everything you need to know, that this great state's in trouble. And so at some point, at some point when, when the math runs, you know, when math doesn't work, there's not enough money, we'll be talking about this. And, and our, you know, our goal is just to keep people abreast of how bad it is so that when the time comes, we know we have some ideas and some solutions. And, um, you know, we've put them out there. It's just a question of getting more people to understand the depth of the problem and then to start acting. Take it takes a, it's going to be bipartisan, and it's going to take uh, some leadership. And you know, we're not there yet, that's for sure, not, not at this point. Ted Dabrowski with us. He's the president of WirePoints, and you can find more information at wirepoints.org and read their story as well and their study looking at how uh, municipal public safety pension funds have gotten worse over the past 16 years, not better. Um, but, uh, Ted, another uh, thing that uh, you know people always bring up when talking about pensions is, hey, all this money's not due at once. Uh, and of course, we've got that uh, the the Edgar ramp uh, where you know we're going to be seeing a, a ramp up of payments uh, up until I think twenty forty five, but even then, after that, the payments substantially decline. Even for like the state pension fund, I think it's like twenty two billion dollars or something like that. Uh, it would drop. Uh, so can we can we wait until twenty forty five with the increased pension payments every year after year after year after year? Well, you know, that's what some people like to say. Let's just let's just wait it out. But, you know, right now we're using about 30 percent of the budget when you take into account the retiree health, the pensions and paying off the pension obligation bonds that Illinois issued some time back. And so, you know, you're talking about 30 percent of the budget. Um, there's really and, and that thing will grow because our, our, our pension obligations as people retire will grow. So, you know, you start getting into 35 and 40 percent. Well, what happens to everything else that's important in Illinoisans, right? What happens to, to our infrastructure? What happens to our health care? Uh, what happens to our education? Uh, all that money is just going for old pension debts, and you know, sadly, a lot of the pensioners leave Illinois, so the money's not even spent here. So we, we you know, we're just in a in a vicious vicious cycle there, and and so therefore we can't wait around. It's kind of like you know, hoping some problem goes away. You know what happens then? It it festers, it grows, and um, and people react at some point. Ted Dabrowski, WirePoints president, greatly appreciate you taking the time. We'll connect again soon on this and other issues, I would imagine. So, uh, Thank be, you, Greg. Yep, be safe out there.